0: Welcome to the SWVL podcast presented by 1356 Public House, where we are actually recording the last podcast of the offseason before we get to Memorial Day. Um, and we'll actually be right here in this room tomorrow night for the uh, social event um, after opening day games. Tonight I am joined by front office members Brett Spencer and Peter Light. We're going to break down kind of everything that you guys can look forward to from the season, um, whether it's Hall of Fame voting, awards, predictions, player impact, fantasy wiffle ball. Um, we're going to kind of round everything out, guys. Um, so first, just want to thank you guys for jumping on with us, um, being here tonight, talking wiffle ball, and um, I guess any opening opening thoughts for the podcast before we kind of jump into stuff?
1: I mean, not really. We're we're kind of rearing to go. I think after the other weekend with the first game one and part of game two, um, everyone's kind of getting antsy and getting into the spirit. So Peter said it earlier.
2: It's the best kind of best best week of the year. Yeah, it just kind of has Christmas Eve kind of vibes to it. Um, so just trying to soak it in because uh, time flies.
0: Uh, we've got a lot to talk about tonight, right, Brian? Absolutely, we do. Well, first, guys, let's jump into a couple uh, newsworthy events, maybe, we could talk about. Some people already know, but there are going to be two players missing, um, either for the entire season that or part of the season, that are huge players for their rosters. The first one I want to talk about is Chris Warbeck. Again, I think this has been announced, but it really hasn't been talked about a whole lot. Um, just what do you guys think the loss of Chris Warbeck for this season is really going to mean to the A's? Go ahead, Pete.
2: You know, it's going to mean a lot because he is he's proven to be their, their best hitter. Um, and he was just starting to sprout, too. I mean, he would have been in his third year. Um, we saw the A's first game at this point. Uh, I think this is very, very bad news for the A's. That's where, I'll, that's where I'll pause there.
1: 100% agree. I mean, it's not good to lose a player, no matter who they are. I mean, it's part of your team, part of the chemistry. and He's obviously a big piece of their offense, unfortunately. So, hopefully the the trade with uh, the Astros to get Keaton will kind of fill that void, but um, it
0: sucks. Yeah. I think that is is the hope, right, to have Keaton kind of fill in. You know, another player that's going to be missing for the A's is Josh Rogers. Now, there is still a little bit unknown if he's coming at all and if he does, like, what his role is going to be. But from... What we're hearing in the rumor mill is that he is not gonna be in attendance at all this, this year. So, um, you know, he has been a big pitcher for them in the past. And so that, I think, is probably the biggest void and the biggest loss with his, his absence. But what are you guys thinking on that front? Again, that's, that's not great. Uh, the A's need pitching. They need hitting,
2: you know, and, and not having Josh at, at this point is, is gonna be tough. You're probably going to get into Mike Carl too, so the A's are just missing a lot of people, and um, we've seen what they've done without them, or with Mike. And it wasn't good enough, uh, Game One. Yeah, yeah. I mean, same
1: thing. Sucks to lose Josh. I mean, I'll be makes an appearance and and get some innings in possibly, or you can get, gets a few ABs Bs if, if it's uh, something that the A's might need this year. So, yes. I, who knows? I mean, I haven't heard much about it either. So sounds like he might not make it, but TBD.
0: Yeah, and yeah, we mentioned Mike Carl. Mike Carl's going to be missing most of this season uh, as well. He's been a staple in the lineup for them. Didn't have the best game one. Uh, definitely probably wants to forget about that game and just kind of come in with a French mindset if he does get to come, but again, it's an it's a unknown if he's going to be there at all um, and what, what that is. Another guy who's going to be missing, and is probably an even bigger part of their roster, but he's only going to be missing for part of the year, is Ty Butler for the White Sox. Um, this was recent news. I'm not sure how many people in the league actually know about this, um, but he's coaching a baseball team that made it past districts, won their district, so um, good for him, but maybe he shouldn't be such a good coach uh, because yeah. now you're missing games for your team. Throw some games.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to say something about that, which – yeah. Never want to. Uh, the same thing. You never want to lose any players, especially one like Ty, who had a chance for a gold platinum platinum hands last year. Like he was number two, basically. He was he was great. He's been a good player for a long time, and it hurts the White Sox. But the Friday night, I don't know who they play Friday, but the Saturday schedule. Were they expecting to to win a bunch of games? Anyways, they play. The white they play the Orioles. They play the Yankees. The Yankees. They play the Marlins, who obviously they want to beat the Marlins, and yeah. then they play the Twins.
0: Yeah, so on Saturday.
1: on Saturday that's their Saturday schedule, and Ty misses those
0: games, which yeah, yeah. misses left field. I mean, it's if you're gonna better pick than a, missing, yeah, yeah you gonna pick Sunday a day, yeah, that's true. That's a great point. You know, those those if they come out with the wins on that day, it's gonna it was already gonna be a dogfight um, probably makes it a lot harder to win those games now. Um, Not that they couldn't have won him with Ty, but makes it a lot harder. Um, But you're right. I think having him for games like against the Expos, the A's, um, the Rockies, the Astros, you know, um, two of those teams that a lot of people think are going to be in the bottom, um, more than likely, maybe even three. Um, However, you know, and then two of the others, you know, they're that wild card contention with the White Sox. So, um, yeah, I think you're right. I think that's a great point. If you're going to miss a day, Saturday is probably a, a good day to miss. He'll also miss obviously the first game against the Rockies. So, um, one of the division games. It's kind of a bummer, but yeah,
2: yeah. I think for the White Sox, that white sucks. Ah!
0: Oh. oh, I'm so glad I got you on the podcast. That was, podcast. A, that was a pretty rough. Line. Can I have
2: a fry, Brad? Yeah, you can yeah, have two. as many fries as you want. There's right. a I'm taking two.
0: Um, all right, cool. Let, oh, yeah. Let's talk about two players who are making their returns. Oh, um,
2: good news. Here we yeah,
0: go. let's talk about Grant Boyd uh, coming back. He's already played one game, had a great. I think he went three for four um, on in game one. Um, was really productive. Obviously, has everybody's talking about him being the heart and soul of that team. Yeah. You were on that team, Brett. So yeah. you know, talk about Grant Boyd's return and what it's going to mean for the Rockies for the season.
1: I mean, everyone kind of has that same feeling, like, all right, Grant's back, the Rockies are going to be better than they were last year. Maybe it's coincidental, but, like, when Blake goes, the Rockies go, but Grant is the one that, like, keeps them together and light. It's like Blake's loop. And, 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 yeah, it, exactly. He, he kind of gets Blake into that mindset of, no big deal, the game's fine, who cares? Like, you know, stuff like that, which I don't think Blake had that last year, so the first... What day and a half? Blake was awful, and then he turned it on. Obviously, he found it, but I think with Grant back there, the Rockies will find it. And like you said, he kind of gets on base. And if uh, Blake and Jason and Adam and
2: BK do what they did the first game, they're gonna love having Grant there. Yeah, I think last year without Grant, that's a, that's a big load for BK to carry. You know, focusing on Blake, getting him prepared. Uh, Grant, you know. He may as well change his name to Elmer. He's been described as the Blue seven different times in the past two months. Mm-hmm. Elmer Boyd.
0: And last but not least, Trent Step is coming back to the White Sox or as a White Sox new addition, I should say. Obviously, I was with the Diamondbacks all those years that the guys came in from out of town, managed that, that franchise. Um, you know, we're still a little unsure. There's a couple new faces over there with the Sox. Exactly what's going to happen, but just let's talk a little bit in general. Like, what does Trent bring to the White Sox? What kind of impact is he going to have on that team, especially with Ties missing half the season? (laughs) You know, that could actually end up being a really big get for them at that point. Well, you know, if you had to say one team is the most boring team in the league,
2: it's probably the Sox. They're kind of quiet, they don't have too much pizzazz to them. Jackson, Derek They're real quiet guys But now Trent Is a fan favorite He's loud uh, He brings He brings a lot of fun Wherever he goes So I think It's going to make the Sox A very likable team They need 20 innings Of pitching Yeah I think Derek and, and Trent I'd expect him to get At least 10 Maybe he gets more I know he's been Honing his craft Up in Minnesota And garages and such And tie through Tie through a little bit Last year right It was so bad It was not He, was, he, had, he had trouble Yeah so yeah. he should yeah. stay left when he's there because he's solid.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, exactly. I mean, Ty is not a pitcher from what it seems it over his career. So bringing Trent in, who plays all over the country Reads it. and has kind of developed and I'm basing this on off Cam saying this, uh, that he yeah. talks to him, talks to Trent, and he, he's working on a swing and he's, like, ready to go. So... I hope he gets an opportunity. The White Sox give him some A-Bs, and I'm sure they'll give him innings on the mound because they, they need a second pitcher after Jackson. Yep.
0: Yeah, it does feel like it's a, a second year of let's see what we can get or what we can find behind Jackson. Let's see what sticks and what works. Um, they tried that approach with Derek and Ty, and it didn't work that great last year. Um, so, you know, maybe one of these guys, Tyler Arnold, Trent Steffes, maybe Derek again. One of those guys, I think they're putting their hopes in and getting a second pitcher, not knowing exactly what's going to happen. So, is his last name Omelette? It's Omelet? It's omelet, but yeah, we can just call him he's you know, a he's bunch a, a he's of egg whites. He's probably going to
1: call him Omelet. Yeah, yeah, he's
0: on the White Sox. He can make some. Of it. Yeah, he's probably used to that. So white egg omelet, Peter. Let's talk a little bit with about these players from a fantasy perspective, real fast. Ty Butler being there only half the season there's only so many points you can get in five games um, Brent Boyd being back, Trent Steffes being back like what does that do from a value standpoint? are there is there one of those guys that uh, maybe you're taking because of opportunity maybe you're completely staying away from now?
2: you know all these all these moves that we just discussed it creates quite a great buying opportunity. And the, for those that are listening, and at the last minute, maybe putting a lineup together, uh, let's, let's talk through it. I mean, you know, Keaton going go to the A's. He's going to be needed as a heavy bat there. He's probably getting more B's. So he's priced as an Astro supporting role. He's probably worth the money. Trent, if you think Trent's going to get some innings, he's going to be worth it. You know, when you come in, he's not new, but he didn't have a lot of innings. So he's getting a little value there. Um you know, not having back kind of stinks for the A's in general. You know, as far as runs scored, mm-hmm. Riddies. Um, so, is that diminish? Uh, that'll diminish Paul's va- value a little bit, right? Uh, I, mean, I agree. I mean, you have to think about it from a team perspective. You know, Keaton's moving away from the Astros. I think helps all the Astros. You know, he's not going to be taking any ABS. They might be more fit in their role. Bumps Benware's value up, it's right? Values, Benware's value's is up, and it's climbing. He is a good value for, for the frugal shoppers is your guy if
0: you're desperate. Yeah, if you believe. So, all right, let's jump into another topic. Um, the Hall of Fame. Let's get into some of the yeah. the ballot here, guys, and we're gonna have some a little bit of a trial here. We're gonna play defender and prosecutor. Um, we're gonna go through the six players who are on this year's ballot. And you're gonna make a case for why they should be inducted this year yeah. and the other person is going to make the case on why they should not make it this year okay, okay? Um, so you guys got the info in front of you a little bit we're just gonna kick it off with Jeff Bertram right here the defending attorney here so make okay. a case for why he should get voted in and become a new Hall of Famer. okay uh, it, it's tough to put it into
1: words if you haven't seen him play, and a lot of the guys in the league may have seen bits and pieces when he played for a couple of years with the Cardinals, but man, if anyone's swing is as close to Ken Griffiths as I've ever seen, it is Jeff Bertram. He can hit the He used to hit the shit out of the ball. I mean, he might still, but he hasn't been around in a while, so, I mean, going through his resume, like, he only played seven years, I get... He didn't play a long time, and he's not playing now. So, But he has awards, and he's got a ton of records in the SWBL. So case for Jeff Bertram is that he is someone that has batting titles, has major awards like MVP, and he has a bunch of SWBL records that still are here to this day and probably might not
2: be broken for a while. You know, Brett, I have to object. Uh, you know, I, there's only, like, four guys in the league that have seen Jeff Bertram, like, in it is in, the, in the prime, yeah. like you discussed. I am one of them. I love Jeff Bertram. Not today, though. Um, you know, he, no championships. You know, he just – we're not in the two-man era anymore. Uh, people want to see you operate in the three- or four-man era. They want to see maybe more than seven years. He's going to have to show up at the field, maybe make some signs like Kevin did if he's going to want to uh, – Get back in, yeah. So that's my case. Love All joke. right,
0: I understand that. The jury is out. Next uh, candidate, Jackson Crosley. Peter, make a case for old Jacko to get in this
2: year. Uh, Jackson Crosley. Well, we are at the home away from home, thirteen fifty-six for Jackson. Um, everybody loves Jackson. Two-time Cy Whiffle, uh two-time Gold Hands, and he's got the championship with the Yankees. He has been on the first or second NWA team for pitching, hitting, and fielding at various times. Three-tool guy. Um, and, you know, I think he's he's going to get that popular vote soon enough. Um, so, you got to go with Jackson. I mean, always in contention for Sight whistle. He has a nice mustache and hair also. Yep.
1: Brad, what do you say? Okay. All right. Since I am taking the opposition, even though I... I appreciate what Jackson does. My argument against Jackson would be that he has not had enough years at the plate. I feel like his first – I mean, he's played, what, 11 years now? Yeah. yeah. How long has he been like a substantial batter in a winning championship
2: team? I don't – I mean, it seems like they won in 2019. Did he – that lot? Probably he's, not. He's the, in the last six years, he's got 120 less at-bats than a normal hitter.
1: So, I think that's that would be my my only case against him. Yeah. Actually, see, I get I get what Jackson does across the board for everything else, but only thing I would say is needs more A.B.s and needs to keep putting up the numbers that he's, that he's been putting up.
2: Noted.
0: Alright. Moving on, we're going to go to Brian Kenny. So, Brett... Make a case for BK to get into the, uh, the the Hall of Fame this year. All right, my man BK, uh,
1: ex teammate. I love BK, and what he's done in the field. If, if we didn't have Metter, and like Metter has done all the national tournaments, and, and people know how good Chris is across the nation. Metter is just enough, or uh, sorry, BK is just not below that. Even some years he's been better, so I think really he's played a long time. He has won multiple championships, and he has the gold hands and platinum hands, and he is just a rock out there in left field for the Rockets. In there, every game, all game, batting wise, I feel like he's struggled the last couple of years, but but he hit lead off in those, yeah, you know, in those years they won the championship. So. That's true. Uh, so I mean, he's kind of that spark but um, yeah I'll take one yeah oh, oh, no, no. we didn't open it up that what you had yeah okay. I'll take a beer cool well but yeah uh, that's my case for BK um, I think he deserves to be in at this point Peter what say
2: you well he also won the home run derby though, so that's good too um, derby sign up you know, for that by the way he's one-time all-star selection I think my you know my constituents are looking for a little more consistency you know Fielding's great, but you know, when people think it's a hitting league, they want to see some more All-Stars, maybe some Slugger Awards. And um, you know, if, if BK were to venture out on his own without play and, and do some of this and win a title win
0: some of these things, I think, you know, he himself. Yep. Alright. Yeah. Um, Peter, let's go to Edlo John. Good That's luck. I am for Edlo. Alright, this is good.
2: Edlo has three titles. Um he doesn't have any without Chris or Spencer. I shouldn't say that. But he yeah, that's my that's He also, he, but he won the 2009 Rookie of the Year over Kevin Poley and Spencer Modian. So that's the bold at the top of my petition. Um a couple all-stars. I just kinda said one was enough, but maybe two's enough now. And, uh, you know, the passion, you know, the guy, he's, he's lovable, uh, he's a state player. Yeah, end quote.
1: Okay. Uh, opposition side. Yeah. He has multiple championships with people that did more than him to get there, which I'm not, I'm not saying it's not a team thing, but... Um, at this point, you know obviously Spencer and Metter and Corey McCarthy are the highlights of that team. You know, Metter does so much for them. Spencer's an MVP candidate here and yeah. Corey McCarthy now is an MVP candidate here. And so in the sense of championships, yeah, yeah. Um, but I like his his stats and he's getting there. But I I, I kind of just feel like he needs he needs something. I don't know. He needs a little bit more. He needs, like, a big breakout year where he just crushes yeah. and doesn't have those up
0: years, down years. He needs some consistency. Yup. All right. Brett, you get another old, old face. Andrew Light.
1: This one's easy.
0: The founding father.
1: That's it. That's all I got. Okay. I, I, I'm not going to say anything else.
0: He's the only founding father missing yeah. from the Hall of Fame. Right and, now, Kevin, right?
1: and Kevin had to put in such hard work to get in. This is a, They built this league.
2: Kevin had a about real to yell at all the, the people down there. Kevin had a real campaign for his, you know, founding father. That's the only argument yeah. from Brett. percent. nothing else to add about Andrew life. That is, yeah. uh, okay. You know, if Andrew didn't exist, if he wasn't born, if he wasn't friends with you guys, we, oh, we don't. We only have three people. We only have seven people in the league. We won't play. No, they would have picked up the phone. They would have called Brian Ramey, They would have called me, Michael Collier. Uh, you know, baseball guys. Yeah. Hopefully, they would have called me. I could have got in a year prior. Because of Blake, maybe. Yeah. I mean, so you know, you're gonna have to. He's another, you know, the Bertram argument. Andrew's actually been around too the past few years. It helps him a little bit. But yeah. uh, yeah. Bill Metcalf, he robot. was like over eight years ago so that leaves a sour taste in people's mouths including his captain at the time maybe the, the most Kevin. recent
0: pinch runner we've had though right yeah, yeah. you know one we of those maybe the only
2: one right Yeah. we always <laughs> got guys that can't run so
0: you know maybe Andrew you know we talked about Kevin happened to go on a huge campaign to get in maybe that's what we need from Andrew maybe well, Andrew
2: needs to do. come
0: for the weekend yeah. campaign I love it show his face well, hand out are, some business cards there's some, at least some a dozen people that would
2: us, Sam, maybe PG John, like they would all, they contribute. They'd spend time on it they'd oh, I'd, I'd put, if they thought it was. Oh, I, I put, if I thought people would Brett like passion. actually do it. Yeah,
1: let's do yeah. it. Yeah.
0: All right, all right. Last but not least, Kevin Holt. So Peter, make a case for Kevin. Brett, we're gonna have you, def- you know, defend the opposition. Okay. Well, you know, Kevin,
2: in recent, you know, formats, he probably had one of the best turnarounds over year, we've all seen what he can do with a camera, both video and still photography variety, including the iPhones and all the fancy ones. Um, he's put out a lot of good graphics, a lot of things that I use in my backgrounds, Brewers logos, jersey logos, team logos, yellow slugger last year, and the gold pants a couple years ago, those two awards he needed to get here, and um, two titles as a yank. Where are we in the media world, on the socials? Sam would not be happy if Kevin was not alive and didn't exist. So it is the contributions outside the field as well, much like Kevin we took.
1: Much like any of your life. We're not talking about
2: <laughs>
1: So, to
2: oppose,
1: <laughs> like, I mean, all, of, all of the outside stuff aside, I, I advocate for that, but we'll say the reason that I would think, all right, Kevin Pulley may not deserve to be in yet, is longevity. He's played nine years so far. Championships, two, which I, I he's building, but at this point, it's now with Gus So, uh, I mean, I'd like to see him have a few more years like he did last year. Like, he was – like, it's hard to say he was one of the best players, but he might have been their second-best player, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sam Baku was so good, too, though. Yeah. So, Scott. I mean, yeah Scott, is, is Scott, Scott
0: for Scott for a, a down year for Scott was still, was still really, really good.
1: Yeah, uh, their so. team's,
0: yeah. Their team's good. Yeah. yeah. All right, well – like I said, jury is out, and the jury is the uh, the voters. Yeah. Fun oh. fact, though, for you.
2: I was thinking about the Hall of Fame day, today. I asked Sam for the list. When I saw the list of six, there was a guy in my head that I assumed would be eligible that I would probably want to vote for. He wasn't on the list. Can you guys think of who I'm thinking of? Someone who's probably tenured enough. They're missing a major award to be on the list.
0: And we just said his name in the past 30 seconds. Sam Bakula. Sam Bakula. I was you surprised know. to not see his name too. So I think he, I think he needs
2: another major award, including a slugger, would do it. Old hands he's not going to get. Pitching he's not going to
0: get. So, do we give a yellow slugger for DH? I believe we do, Brian. Okay. But i would have yeah. to check with Sam Skibby. Okay. Well, Sam, challenge is out there for you. We're pulling for you, except for when you play us. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So again, this is up to the voters um, voting requirements are a little uh, limited. So there's only so many people. If you're a current Hall of Fame member, you're eligible to vote. Um, otherwise, you have to have played seven years and you have to contribute to we'll just call it media of some sort, whether that is writing an article for the uh, for the website, uh, hosting or participating in a podcast that you come up with with. Me or even Peter on the O-Pace or, um, heck, if you want to even try to sing a song and we'll put it on YouTube, we could do that yeah. too. So whatever, if you are interested, if you if you qualify from a year's standpoint and you are interested in voting, make sure you get some sort of uh, something to Sam so that you can get your voice heard and vote for the people you want to be in the Hall of Fame. Yep. All right, guys, let's get into some awards all right, all right. Um, obviously there's some watch list stuff on the website now um, not every award is mentioned there so we're gonna talk about a couple but then I'm gonna have you guys kind of tell me what who your favorite is who, who you think is is gonna win the award so um, we'll kind of mix and match these up we'll start with uh, everybody's favorite topic this season: franchise of the year <laughs> right um, Right now on the watch list, it's the Orioles, the Marlins, and the Expos. Um, so, are you guys going to take one of those three teams? Now, I might get some biased answers here <laughs> since we've got two Orioles. But are you going to take one of those three teams, or are you going to take the field? Maybe one of the other six teams that aren't in that list right now.
2: Well, I'm going to take. I'm going to take my bias hat off. I'm going to put my front hat, front office hat on. And I'm going to pick the Orioles, <laughs> <laughs> and they've done a lot. Twitterverse, you know, videos, podcasts, just things to kind of spice it up. Um, some recent mulching on the field, I will call out. Do you know how upset
1: Sam was that you left before he could get a picture? I, you know, I'd I, 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 mulching yeah, the field. Well, like, he was mad that the uh, Orioles okay. were there and you left before he
2: could take a picture of yeah, you I'm, doing the yeah, work. I want to, to, to get me and PG in our Brewers jerseys. Yeah. Tweet from Beyond the, the, the Graves they were helping, so um, Orioles, I mean, the list, I mean, now more never. there's seven teams that you could argue for, and we tried to break it down onto what, what counts, what matters, but I'm gonna go Orioles. Um, okay. yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, Pete, you put together, like, something in the front office a while back of, like, what could constitute for the franchise of the year, like, what, what points, take into points. it, yeah, like, yeah. What, you know, th- there's certain players or certain teams that like have people in the front office, they do a lot more. So yeah, it makes sense that like we have three front office members, we do a lot. Um, Sam is the commissioner, he does way more than everyone else. That helps. So mm-hmm. that helps, yeah. And then I get, you know, the Expos, the Astros, the Expos, and the uh, uh, Marlins, you know, they're the last, they've won the last two, right? Yeah. Probably, yeah. So, you know, I, I get it. I'll take the I'll be the opposition as we just did mm-hmm. that stuff I'll take the field I mean try. if there's a team that yeah. overperforms like if we think the Rockies were so bad last year and they crushed this year but yeah, maybe BK and Blake get a little co-franchise of the year type dealio. Yeah, I don't know maybe the Astros pull out some strings I don't know but the Orioles do have a few things in mind this year so I'm not going to say we're not going to win but We'll
0: go the yeah. Get a try. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, from my perspective, obviously, I think it's the Orioles. You can't really lose it in a sense. There's nothing you can do to lose an award like this. But well, we could yell at Kevin Skibby. I guess and that's, that's true. Worse. Or yeah, yeah, yell at even Case. Yeah, Knock over be a kid. Definitely yeah. nail on the coffin But but really, everybody's. <laughs> no, could, I think at we this we point. We could, could do a lot of these things. Flush yeah. the toilet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think everybody's right now chasing the Orioles with all of the the front office stuff aside and, and doing all the stuff you guys would do normally anyway the the podcast alone I think already takes you to another level um, and it's not like you guys aren't social you know like you know the twins will hang out with the twins yeah. and yeah they'll mingle a little bit but really like Will Rath is going to sit over in his chair in his spot, and people can just come to Will if they want to talk to him. So, yeah. So, yeah, I think I would agree with, with kind of what you guys are saying there. So, um, let's talk about if we're even going to have this, but we, who, who would you guys put maybe on the list for comeback player of the year? It is not, you know, a talked-about award, and it's not even a guarantee. You still have to perform, kind of like Rookie of the Year. Yeah. right? Trent. So Trent
2: Grant.
1: Grant and I believe that's it.
2: That might be a fifty-fifty shot at getting it right. Um, Grant's going to get a lot of time right field from what I'm yeah. hearing. I think he's going to bat. I, they're probably going to bat five.
1: Did they bat five? Well, I don't remember if they did. They did bat five. They did, but I don't know if that's long-term. I, I don't know how and they're going to prove that. he out. could
2: hit, so. It just, yeah. Who are you going to pick? I think Grant's gonna have more of an opportunity than Trent. Yeah, in two facets, fielding and hitting. So Grant Boyd, it's it's the opportunity there. Like the opportunity. Grant's gonna have more opportunity to do these
1: things. I mean, uh-huh. unless Grant just unless severely loses. struggles, then they you know swap him out. I just don't think Trent's gonna get ABs, uh-huh. but he he might get some innings that that Grant won't have. So I I could see Trent pulling out if he gets ABs and his pitches well, but.
0: Well, and team performance too, right? Like, if the White Sox make it and the the Rockies end up going three and seven, yeah, or something like that, maybe it skews Trent if he plays a big role in that. Especially without high, if, yeah. If Trent steps up and has yeah. some,
1: some The fun yeah. thing
0: too is they're in the same division, so you know these two yeah. players are they're hopefully going to see each other a lot. So that's right. Um, all we'll right, have cool. Some head to head stats can use for that. That will be fun. Um, all right, let's go to Cy Whipple, A More exciting award here. So, right now, top three guys in contention, or at least on the watch list preseason, are the two skibbies, Gus and Sam, and then Jackson Crosley. Um, So, are you guys going to pick one of those three, or are you going to take the field? Because there are some pretty good pitches in the field.
2: Exactly. Uh, If I, I get the field, that'll give me Brett, Will Rath, Jimmy Nelson, Chad, sure, like Dave, some other guys, but like Those first four, I think, have a decent shot at winning. Um, One of those other three, Sam, Gus, Jackson. I mean, there's going to be some regression there somewhere. Field. Field. So I can pick you. Okay,
1: thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I will go with, I think with, so, I think Jackson is probably my front runner. Just with with Sam and I split in time. Like, we kind of do this anyway. It's like pitch here, pitch there, whatever. Gus is Gus. He's going to be good. But Jackson is on another level right now. With, with what he's doing in Moe with, it's disgusting. Like, and, and obviously that won't translate all the time. But I don't know. I think it's Confidence. Jackson. I think it's Jackson's ear. Like, he's going to put it all together. And if the White Sox have a big ear behind him, like, yeah, it's going to put some, some votes behind Jackson.
0: All right, cool. Let's go to manager of the year. So again, another list. It is, it is technically a major award, uh, according to Sam Skibby. <laughs> and uh, I asked.
1: One that we made him it's, make up. A yep, year's back.
0: Yeah. However, uh, yeah, it is an award we give out. And um, some people take a lot of pride in that award now, um, especially as teams change, rosters get bigger. So, who would you guys put as front runners for manager of the year? I'm going to
2: say... And
0: who would you pick? I should say, yeah, too.
2: My, my pick would be uh, Brian Benware of the Astros because, say, so he won it a couple years ago. Um, I think if the Astros get back to the playoffs, especially you now see there a little bit, um, he can kind of make a similar recipe that he had two years ago when he had gotten John. Now he's kind of... He's got... Caleb, he's gotten rid of Keaton, but he's got alcohol. He got beer. Like, that's a move. That's a transaction. Um, and you know, Brian's always doing stuff for the league. Um, Sam Skibby is is very appreciative of Brian Benware. <laughs> and so, I think that uh, a guy like John might be tough. Orioles kind of gotta perform well. Kind of like franchise year. A lot of nominees. It depends how the year goes. Yeah, but I'll go Brian. I mean, we were talking about this before we
1: started everything, but it, it's hard for a top-tier team to win for H- or a manager of the year. Like Scott, we talked about this. Scott could have easily won it last year with, with what you said, Gus pitching multiple games. And, and obviously, you have four guys, and they're all great. Like, it, it, it's hard to make those moves, like pull a pitcher out or pull a batter out or do pitch hitting. So it is one of those things that I'm talking that loud now. So, um, yeah, I, I will go with. I mean, I think either one of the teams where it's like the Astros, the Benware, or John Callaway. Yeah, I mean, you can see John Callaway getting manager of the Year, especially if ties out and they do better than they did last year somehow. You know, I think the Marlins kind of know who they are. Like, Eli has to do some really good moves to make them really good. For him to be considered, so I'd say between you know Astros, Ben, ben Ware, John Callaway, or maybe Blake and Brian
0: if they uh, pull the right strings. Yeah, I think all of those are good candidates. Um, and you're right, it's it's let's see what what decisions are made throughout the season, um, and uh, you know the off season does play a part in it, but that still that stuff still has to work, right? You can get. Whoever you want, but if yeah. it doesn't work, it doesn't really matter. So, um, all right, let's go to Platinum Hands. Um, you kind of got your big three yeah. there at this point. Um, and Chris Metter is again the front runner. Cole Layton with an amazing year last year kind of burst That's on the good. scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, BK always also in contention. Ty Butler's been there, uh, but again, he's missing time. So, yeah. might be kind of hard for him to really get in contention this year, but. Are you going to take one of those three guys? Or are you going to maybe take the field?
1: No way I'm taking the field. No field. No right. way. No field. I mean, especially no without field. With, with time missing half the games, no possible way.
2: Yep. It's one loop. of those three. Yeah. Uh, I'd take Metter. I think Metter's been sitting around for a year just practicing, waiting, <laughs> just ready to get
0: back. I mean, who do you want to take? you got to take one.
2: I'd probably take –
1: you take Chris probably if that's take Metter. Really yeah, but Cole, probably probably had, to take Cole better,
2: had nine more total chances, so maybe this Metter gets more chances this year. I mean, and it is one of those things that, like, those Astros the pitchers are not big strikeout pitchers. Will
1: is more of a strikeout pitcher, I feel like, so Spencer could be better. Uh, it depends on who gives up more hits, you know, contact. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, and if Chad pitches the way he pitched against the A's all season, he only gave up two runs. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, how, how much? Yeah. Did he can, he's going to have to start diving over the fence yeah. again. So <laughs> he will. Yeah, he will. He will. he will. he will. So all right, and then that brings us to the major award, the one everybody looks at, MVP. Yeah. Gus Gibby is again the front runner after the year he had last year and really the career he's had. Um, Spencer Bogad, another multi-MVP winner. Uh, and then uh, this guy to my right here is coming in in I was third here. On the so list. I was on the
2: list. you are on was the list. on the form, list. The
0: formal number three. Yeah. yeah, formal number three in the watch list. I Brett know, Spencer. I knew you got votes. I don't even think I knew that. Uh, so it's my yeah. So uh, who who you are ta- you gonna take one of those three? You going well, take again the field? You got Corey McCarthy sitting out there. Blake sitting out there. So I'm taking the field. I mean, we
2: also regress a little bit. He probably wins, but you get the field. You get Sam Skippy, Sam Bacula. McCarthy, Scott. Scott, Peter, Light, maybe any White Sox, any Rocky, any Astro, yeah. Luke Bakula, Jordan Smith—that's a lot of guys. Luke Bakula, I mean, that's that's the one that stands
1: out though, like he's been, the, been on the cusp. Yeah. So I mean, it's hard to not stick the field honestly. I mean, uh, Gus, Gus, and Spencer—they're freaks. Like they're going to be good yeah. every year, but Gus is
0: going to regress and hit 6.58. Yeah, and, and it'll there's be going to be that
1: outlier though that has. Has a career year and then hopefully they get the MVP. You
0: then. didn't have to do the math on 658 figure out how many hits he needed at how many bats. I know I saw your little brain. Well, I was trying to think. He's figure. like, wait, how's he gonna get that out? I <laughs> was yeah. thinking of the
2: MVPs. It's Gus, Corey, Spencer, Spencer, going back. I yeah. forget the rest, but like. true. Um, sure. Yeah, yeah. Feel
0: baby. Feel, baby. Spread the joy out. Yeah. Alright. Last Part we, we're going to stick with kind of the predictions, but we're going to go full season predictions, and then I'm going to open it up to you guys and let you talk about anything else you want. Okay. So, um, real quick, I want you to pick your division winners. You want all three. I want all three division winners. I'm going to go
2: if you want the in a confidence order. I'm going to take the Yankees. Very confident they're going to win their division. Yeah, with the Expos and Marlins. Marlins finished fourth, but pretty much everyone's kind of trying to knock them down to six or seven. Their pitching is not going to compete with the Yankees. Yanks for sure. Um, I'll take the Orioles as my moderate confidence. Um, I think the division draw is decent. It's the same thing as last year. Yeah. Should beat the A's twice. You hope. After Um, their first game. And then my last division winner will be... I it. Oh. Twins. Um, not super confident because that's a tough division draw. Yeah. But it's the Twins. I think they'll win it by like a game or half game. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't
1: disagree with your picks. It's a popular um, pick. I feel like everyone's been watching the podcast and they've seen that it's like everyone's like, oh, well, there's a clear top three three tier, clear top three teams which i Get that based on last year, but man, it's like a game goes this way or that way. Like that's a tenth of your season. We, we talked, talked about that doesn't this. always finish like yeah, that. We talked about like our first game, partial game. Like not gonna give anything away. Well, maybe this will be out by that time. This will be out on
0: Thursday. The game is gonna preview on Wednesday, so we'll it. Good. Rang. Okay.
1: So it was it was bad. Like <laughs> we have gone through three innings and like I've got one at bat. I have a walk and I'm zero for for one, like no homers. Like no, no, no one got to hit the first time around. No one has any home runs. So, like one game can tank your season in a sense. Uh, bring it, so I don't know. Uh, it's hard to disagree with your picks. So I, I'll just stick with them because it's easy of what they did last year. But you know,
2: it, it's tough to tell.
0: I will say in the captains' interviews, all but two teams picked those three teams to win the division, even picking against their own team. Who were the ones
1: that picked?
0: Against uh, the Expos and the Marlins.
1: They both picked themselves to win the division? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which I I don't mind that. Be confident. Oh, wait,
0: no. And the White Sox. Maybe not the Marlins. Maybe the White Sox. Be confident. Why not? Go for it. So, all right. So then, now that we've got the division winners, a little harder to choose. I want you to pick your wild cards.
1: Without... So I teetered between the White Sox and the Rockies for a while, and the Astros. I I think I think Cam and Cole they kind of put it together in a sense. Like Cole's been good, and obviously Cam is so much better than he's been the last. Like such a great little ball player, and but so I, I think the Astros kind of put together and they they make it in. And I would say, I kind of think the Rockies, based on the way Game 1 went, you know, just without tie. I know their schedule on Saturday is hard and whatever, but without Ty, they might get into a big hole. They, they lose to the Rockies on Friday without tie. They lose 3 of 4 on Saturday. Puts them at, you know, 1 and 4, 1 or so. One, I mean, I don't know. So, I, I'd say the Rockies and the Astros are kind of my two...
2: Two teams getting it. You know, it's funny, I've, I have the same answer, but a uh, few days ago I, I didn't. You know, When yeah. you think about the Marlins and the Sox, last year's wild card winners, Luke and Jordan, if they regress a bit, I don't think the pitching gets much better. It's kind of hit that ceiling. And I just think you know, a couple balls bounce a different way for them. They squeaked out a win against the A's like Friday night last year. So I don't think the Marlins, everyone's so hungry, hungrier than they are, it's gonna hop over them. White Sox talking about, you know, manager of the year, franchise year. I think it's all teed up for them to win that, but like everything's gotta go right. You know, rookie, missing tie, got Trent, and Derek's bouncing coming off a a tough year, so I just think that and a tough division. So I also process of elimination, that leaves me with the Astros and Rockies not the exposure to the ace doesn't seem so d- to me yeah. so I, but I do have two new wildcard teams, I, mean, both teams but the so Marlins, I, I
1: would agree with what you're saying with the Marlins I mean it's just based on what they have on pitching right like I don't think Jordan and Luke will take much of a step back like I, they might like Luke is pretty good year after year Jordan that was the second year like yeah. I think Jordan gets mm-hmm. almost better uh, and their pitching needs to be really good to get
2: that match. Yeah. You got, and you have to be as good as your fourth hitter yeah, yeah. yeah. It's always the, the
0: downfall of a lot of teams is a fourth hitter. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, which player has their best season? So we've talked about Luke having a great year, Jordan having his best year, Kevin Polley probably having his best year. Who's that guy in season 21 that's going to be like, hey, this guy put it together, maybe makes his first all star game or. Renews or, news or oh, something like which that it makes his first All Star game. You sure. read my script. I am. Bro. Oh boy! Yeah. Oh well, boy! Well, let me tell you,
2: I was just kind of saying how I don't think it's going to work out for the White Sox. Or there's a lot that's got to go right, but I'm going to go with John Callaway. Hey, because okay. I, so I apparently he's never made an All Star game. Never made an All Star game. And uh, if you look at the, you know, the that's surprising the, the last yeah. six years in this in this era, he's eighth in average. 14th and runs scored, but he missed the whole year, so if he played, he would be 8th and runs scored. I mean, so his his ceiling, uh, I mean, he's got room to improve. I mean, it's not like you can say Gus has his best season, because he can't. be yeah. I mean, he might. It'd Crazy. Be, it'd be ridiculous if he had so his John, best season. So John gives you yeah. a nice, comfy optimism there, and he, he might have to play some left field now. Yeah. I think he was going to stay away, but, yeah, yeah no, true without J.C.,
1: Picking one is is hard because it feels like everyone's like primed. Like everyone has their opportunity. Obviously, the, rough, the the new guys and and all them they're gonna have their best year. Will, been around for a long time. Sounds like he'll get more abs. So I think Will has a chance to have his best year. I think Jimmy Stout is one of those guys that oh, yeah. has a chance to have his best year That's with way more abs. I think Keaton has a chance now on the A's for. Is best like, a bunch of solo home runs. There's a bunch that's <laughs> going, yeah, that's true. I mean, <laughs> I mean, all right. So weirdly, I think Blake is prime. Well, For a unbelievable. Which is he, crazy. He's won MVP before, but that was like 2013. Yeah, and it, it was like I don't know. Everyone's stats were not
2: as good. Okay. Like, everyone's getting better, but as so much like Callaway, he's kind of stabilized yeah. to like a semi-normal person. Yeah. True. Versus his old MVP. Song. So,
1: I know there's a lot of options. I mean, obviously the rookies are going to have their best year ever, but you yeah. guys nice. that, that have their opportunities. So, Jack White, Jack yeah. Light. He'll
0: Jack have Light. his best year ever. He's going to get the most MVPs, right? Yep. So, All right, cool. Um, on the opposite coin of that, which player has their worst season? Um, um, worst. Yeah.
2: Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll take the not just a regretting the here. Right.
0: Yeah, no, like as in they will just want to get to 2024 okay. Memorial just Day. Put, just, yeah. get just, lake, just get like out lake of lake it over with. Like Blake did last yeah. year. <laughs> yeah.
2: Ed Lodonen? Ed Lodonin. So it could be a matter of opportunity not being there, which means the rhythm's not going to be there. If they really bad will, which I really don't think they are, whenever Spencer says something, Flipping around, and that's what's actually probably happening. So, but even if he does bet a lot, everyone's watching. Will's Will's in his chair. He's watching. He's like, "Ooh, you get out. I'm gonna go ask Chris. Maybe I can hit next but time."
0: gloves. Yeah.
2: Pressure's on. I mean, when yeah. you play, when you play with those other three guys, I mean, I can imagine like doing one thing wrong, you feel like you're a failure. Um, tough locker room to be in. Maybe. I don't know. We do have locker. If we did, <laughs> if we did, theirs would be tough. Um, yeah, I just think Will's coming hot, and the fact is, Will's a better hitter, really, with the metrics. So he gets his time. Ed Lowe might be hanging out with the other twins, not the team, but his, his children's twins. Yeah, because he also he plays on twins too, and he has twins. No facts. Okay,
0: who are you gonna pick I, for yeah. the the worst the worst season for a player? So man,
1: uh, it's 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 one of those things where it's like it's based on them having such good previous years. Okay. Yeah. And this the circumstance of the situation, I feel like the A's are in. Okay. Okay. So going with Paul. Oh, Paulie. It just seems like he he's been great, like almost every year. Like he's pretty consistent. No big down years, so there's less to fall to make it his worst year. So the guy with, like, the world on his back. Yeah, that's that's, that's Paul Paul right now. And again and again. So, I don't know. Without Vorbeck, without guys getting on base for him and all this stuff, without – like, he might have to be on the mound more with with Evan being the only pitcher and Josh not being – so, I don't know. I'd say Paul, unfortunately, but –
2: I don't think he's going to have a bad year. Well, I think he'll have his worst. The game. thing is, he's going to have to pitch a lot. Yeah, so he might have a bad year on the mound. And if he was a left, he'd have a good year. Yeah. yeah. So, mentality wise, what does that do when you're batting? Like, who knows? You yeah. know, brings he, you down. He didn't answer the door when John would go over knocking um, for the Orioles the <laughs> last yeah. couple of years. He was comfy with the A's, so. Yeah. He was sad with this. All right.
0: They're neighbors. John wasn't like Are it was they? Kind of <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um. Here's a fun one, maybe. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Which franchise is the next to collapse and why?
2: Oh, Brian, Uh, I will – I come through this, you know, process of elimination because I don't want to come the other way. So, uh, Yankees, they're sitting good. You know, Scott's always been a captain. Like, they're going to be good. Orioles, John's not going to hang it up. In fact, he'd probably kick us all off and make a Jacks team at some point. So – Marlins, Eli's really into it. That's a that's an age group. That's a demographic that yeah. we need. So
0: yeah.
2: Astros, you think this guy is gonna no? So uh, White Sox, they're pretty new, and John's hungry. I mean, they've got enough guys they're bringing new guys. They should be able to build a team. Expos, <laughs> I don't think you can kick the Expos out. <laughs> so they to sign a
1: thousand year contract.
2: They're here to stay. So they're right? not- and
1: yeah. Sam wouldn't let them, of course. <laughs> Like, <laughs> why not let them? Like just let them it's do it. It's not like he's it's going tough. anywhere. Yeah, yeah, who cares? Uh, I love that. Uh, Rock, so <laughs> good. Rockies,
2: their time to die would have been last year, probably. I mean, I think they're they're kind of a low with group. They got a big more Grants back. They're teetering, but they're still in there. So I'm left with the Twins and the A's. The Twins, I leave. You know, they shouldn't. You know, leave. They got a great team. But it just you know, it seems like Edlo is physically attached to Spencer contractually um, if Spencer goes Edlo goes you know maybe Will gets poached you know Roy would get poached you know who knows So, but they're too good so I'm left with the A's basically um, we all saw game one I mean it's been kind of a core but rotating door you know Mike Carl's missed like three of the past four years mostly lost four back Performance has been tough. I don't know how happy Paul is. I mean he's the weight of the world like yeah. I described. Yeah. So it's a make or break year for them. I gotta go A's. Okay. Alright. Alright. <laughs> this is <laughs> Okay. So I would
1: I kinda feel like what you said. Everyone's pretty much set. Like the A's I, I can see them having a couple bad couple more bad years and, and we, but I could also see this. Alright. This is gonna be better. I Good can time. see the Orioles. Fingers crossed. It's true. Winning this year, okay. and if we win, we play again, and then possibly not winning the year after. And but if we did move, win, we'll, we'll move win on. Again, again. So yeah, I think if we okay. kept winning, sure. we kept going, like the bowls. But if repeating this is so hard to do, yeah. like it's a, it's hard to win in the first place. So yes. the Orioles win this year, play again, and we lose next year. There's a possibility that we could be the the first franchise to collapse of this hmm. nine. Sure. Where would you go if you had to pick? Yeah, that's a great. You play. should have some. I Actually, mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, so it would be, car, it'd be fun to play, play with. See, it'd be fun to play with like people that like I haven't played with a long. Time. Like, I don't know. Astros. Maybe the Yankees would take me, or maybe the. I mean, I've played with for the Expos and the Rockies already, so. Yeah, you're Come almost on there on all I'm the trying teams. Trying to play with like guys like I'm good friends with, so yeah, thank you. Yeah. So like the Astros or like the Twins would be fun to play with, but who knows? Who knows where where everyone will land? But that's my wild idea. But yeah, you're you're probably more accurate. But we have to win and then lose.
2: So I think John will take the franchise, sign the kids, rename it the Browns, or try to. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. On the same vein, which team finishes in last place this year? I I can start. So, obviously, it's like, oh, say the
2: Expos, say the Expos. And I was prepared to, but I'm going to say the Athletics. So, it's going to be that, that, you know, that's not the technical toilet bowl. The Rockies are back, as they say. So, but that game, I think, you know, the, the Expos will be playing for staying out of the basement. I feel like you know the A's. You know Alex has been in and out. You know Steve's been kind of the captain. Paul's been stepping up. Like you know, what's kind of uh, going on there? Mike Carl's like oh, I'm going to Hildenhead. I don't I don't want to be here. <laughs> what's going on? Um, I just think that what the Expos have that the A's don't is they have the possibility that Jimmy pitches incredibly well throughout the season, and they have Sam Eichenlob, who the more he's used any three facets I think the better they are they got, the ace don't really seem you know Paul could have a solid year but Evan doesn't seem to be the ace the offense you know at least couldn't hit the knuckleball from Chad so I'm going to be a friend of the Expos tonight and I'm going to say they're going to finish eight
0: so that's nice
1: yeah, I don't know how you pick against them I know and saying saying it now that it's going to be Thursday when this comes out. I don't know how you pick against the A's being the last place team after the first game, um, especially because of what Jimmy is currently currently in process of doing to the Orioles. Mm-hmm. Like he has pitched great through three innings. So
0: yeah, I mean, there's a yeah. Here, here's a weird thing to say, but there's a realistic chance that the Astros go into Opening Day in first place without a loss or a game played. Yeah, that's true. So I mean that's it's very it's very possible, but I mean it, the game
1: should be basically 0 Like yeah. there's there's an error and it, it's just the way Jimmy plays. Like he could carry a team on he the mound. Defines, he defines it. I yeah. mean he yeah. obviously did through the playoff through the playoffs that we that we played. So yeah. I, I mean he beat all the best teams by himself basically, other than a couple hits. But I mean the A's I just find that they have a hard time pitching. Yeah. They need. More pitching, so A's. Unfortunately, I, I hope I hope I'm wrong. I hope they shock the world. I hope they shock us. But yeah, yeah. All
0: right. Last question: Who's going to win it all? Well, okay. So, yeah. so again, so again, bi- non biased stat. I'm going to go with the
2: SML Orioles yeah. uh, because right. <laughs> go I walked I into to this and you two it. I can't, you know, no, this no. is we from the same ah. team. I can't say again I just feel like anytime any team playing them they're gonna try want to try yeah. a little harder um, twins yeah, it's easy it's easy to say the twins but I just think I think I trust the pitching of the Orioles a little bit more um, you know we, we lost the twins like 20 to 18 or something regular season so could be some fireworks but yeah um, I think I just think you know stars are aligning it's gonna be a championship franchise of the year try to get john the manager maybe would be good MVP? maybe a couple awards for uh, maybe we bring home i think we'll bring a side sidewiffle. not the mvp there's just there's too many freaks out there mm-hmm. and that's it no no hands for us i don't think uh and sam will win the home derby again
1: okay and donate the winnings yeah. of Generate the money yeah, yeah what a such guy such a good guy what yeah a, what a commissioner wow um Hey, go ahead. That's I mean, okay. I'm going to I'm going to. <laughs> okay. Because the Orioles I hope the Orioles win. I, won't, I I'd like to win. I think Sam needs one. It's been so long. Pete and PG deserve one at this point. You know, I just yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we missed it by a branch last year. Mhm. So, I think for the Yankees it's tough to re- it's just tough to repeat in general yeah uh, I think that that feeling of oh I won alright I'm going to take this next year and like relax a little bit mm-hmm. the yeah, Twins tw- the Twins y'all yeah, oh, 100% we came into the next year knowing we weren't going to win many games. Yeah, fully we're like whatever no big deal we won last year the Twins are hungry I get that you know, t- Spencer it, but like I said 10 game season the Orioles Something happens and they start, like, we, we, we lose a few games here and there, the, the expos, the games that we shouldn't probably lose.
2: We'll make it interesting on Who Sunday, knows. Monday. Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah. I'll say Thanks the winners, but I'm, I'm well, not going to weigh up. Yeah.
0: Um, but, you know, just to have a counter argument to the two of you and, and make it good for the podcast purposes, yeah. um, you know, I think that. The Twins are—it's hard to say you're, they're overlooked, but with the season yep. the Yankees had, um, with the power and the uh, talent that the Orioles have, it's—it's it's easy to see a repeat of last year's championship game, and people are, you know, kind of thinking that way. But I think the Twins—again, um, they have the pedigree. They've got two of the MVP players from the last. What five, four, four or five years? Uh, yeah. um, they've got a guy who <coughs> has finished second in Cy multiple times, and Will Rath. Um, they've got probably one of the all time greatest fielders in ball history, and in, in Chris Metter. Yeah. Um, and you know, if Chris does anything, he wins championships. So uh, that is for sure. It's hard, uh, even in my cha- in my captain's podcast, I pick the Twins. Um, partly just to have a different kind of conversation but also it also yeah they tend to you know win one take one off take two off win one whatever um so i can see the twins being in it um again i don't remember what what the score was between uh who was it was it the yankees or did you play them in the in the first round of the playoffs last year, Yankees. So, and Yankees. Yankees so the Yankees. Yankees the Twins play first. So I can't remember what the score was there, but you know, going into that game, I think anybody was say it, it was a coin flip. Yeah, pretty and much. And so you know, you had that amazing year with the Yankees, and the Twins still had a complete legit shot of getting yeah. to the championship game last year. So yep. I'll go with the Twins. Um, I hope I'm wrong, and I hope you're wrong, and I hope I win it. So, um, but you know, that's a longer shot. So we'll go with that. So, um, well, we uh, we technically have to wrap it up because thirteen fifty six is now closed. Yeah, all right. We sat here for a while. Is there anything else you guys want to make sure you mention before we sign off and head to the blur? Uh, I
1: was gonna say like make sure you like sign up for the Hermann Derby and like vote and like if you if you're eligible for the Hall of Fame like do what you need to do to vote. Like, it's cool. Like. To have people like extra accolades for people, like get them in the hall of fame, like who cares? It's a wolf league. Like, let's just have a good time.
0: Yep, yeah,
2: we want to hear from you. Thank you. Yeah, there you
0: go. All right, well, that is gonna do it for the uh final podcast of the off season. Um, again, want to thank 1356 Public House for allowing us to record here at uh at their place at Big Ben in 141. Uh, social night will be here. Friday night, and uh, they've just been a great partner for us, and we are super appreciative of everything that they do, Um, but until uh, Friday at opening day, we will see you guys then. Thank you.
2: Thank you, everyone.